0: Today. My guest today probably has, if not the greatest job in the world, one of the best jobs on the planet, and that's Trina Cottingham, and she grants wishes for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And how much better does life get for someone at work than that? It's just got to be make you feel great all the time. Thanks, Trina, for coming on.
1: Oh, definitely. So, how did
0: Make-A-Wish Start. Can you kind of take us from the beginning with Make-A-Wish and how, yeah. how we even got to to where it is today? Yeah. So in
1: 1980, there was a little boy named Chris Gracias who lived in Arizona. And he had leukemia, and he was not um, expected to beat his leukemia. And he had always wanted to be a state patrol officer. And so his family and some family friends got to thinking, you know, well, why can't we do this for him now since he, you know, isn't going to have an opportunity to grow up and do this when he gets older? So the community got together and the state patrol down in Arizona, and they made Chris an honorary state patrolman and he got his own uniform and he was sworn in and they did the whole thing and he got his badge and he did end up passing away, um, not long after that, but the wish had so much of an impact on him, his family, the community that they thought, you know, why can't we do this for other kids? So make a wish was born in Arizona and in 1986, our chapter here in Washington was started. And then we later incorporated the state of Alaska as well. So that's kind of how there's it started um, in a nutshell.
0: So so there's a, a director and a, and a WISH foundation sort of in in, in almost everybody's
1: area. And it's, is it just the United States or is it outside the United States? It is actually a worldwide organization, which is really great. We we all are independent nonprofits in each area, so every state has at least one. Some states have a couple of chapters, like California, some of the bigger states, Texas, that kind of care cut for regions instead of the entire state. But then there's also a lot of international affiliates. So there's a Make-A-Wish in um, Great Britain. There's a Make-A-Wish in France and Italy, Singapore, Australia. There's just, there's a whole bunch of them all over there. There's even one in the um, Arab Emirates, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that is great because, as we know, there are sick children all, all over the world. So all over. Now, you, you range an age then for, for your wishes to Make-A-Wish from two and a half years to 18
1: years, or the wish has to be started when they're 18, right? Right. So we can take a referral for a child who is between the ages of two and a half up to their 18th birthday who has a life-threatening medical condition that's progressive, degenerative, or malignant. And um, the referral has to come in, so I can take a referral for a child, Day before they turn 18, and then we have some time to actually do the wish. They don't have to do the wish before they turn 18, but if they turn 18, then I can't take the referral any longer. Mm-hmm. So, how does the referral process start? Just
0: um, somebody in their family or a friend contacts you, um, or do you find out about them, or is it done through the hospital? How does that first
1: sort of yes, to yes all or, of or the above? Was? Yeah, okay. so we take referrals from um, the medical community, from the WISH children themselves sometimes, which is really fun. They'll call and refer themselves, from their parents or guardians. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I thought that was oh. funny. I
0: oh. just picture the the, the the children calling them themselves. That's, yes, that's and great. it's actually
1: yeah it's really fun sometimes Meredith, who does all of our outreach here at our chapter, she'll get some calls sometimes from teenagers and she just it's really fun to talk to them directly about what their wishes are but so then so we can take the referral from any of those sources anyone who would really have um access to confidential information, they can call and make a referral and then um we then work with the child's physician to ensure that they actually qualify. So we don't decide who qualifies for our program, the doctors do. And because we aren't, you know, we don't know if their medical condition is life threatening or not. And then once the doctors decide who, if the child qualifies or not, then we assign volunteers. We are definitely a volunteer driven organization. We could not do what we do without our fantastic volunteers, and we always need new volunteers. Um, and uh, so then the volunteers are the ones that actually go out and meet the family and meet the child and find out what their wish is. So that's kind of the fun frontline job.
0: Well, is there any wishes that... Do, do Do you give them like an
1: outline of things that they can choose from, or is it just carte blanche or <laughs> well it's we actually we we call it the magic question, and we say if you could go anywhere or you could have anything or you could meet anybody or be anything, what would it be so there is a lot of imagination that goes into it, but of course, as you can imagine, there are some things that we can't do just because. Kids can be very imaginative and wish for things like going to the moon or, you know, these things like that that are just a little bit out of our scope. But then there's also some things that we can't do from liability standpoint, Um, and we don't give gifts of cash or, you know, wishes to do medical experimental medical treatment or things like that. Um, But for the most part, when the kids come up with something, we do our best to figure out a way to make it happen. Um, For example, we had a child a couple years ago. Go. His name was Eric, and he wished to be a superhero. And um, we made it happen. He was Electron Boy, and he saved the city of Seattle from Doctor Dark and um, Blackout Boy. I remember (laughs) that. Yes, who are him? Yes, I know. He saved the city. Yes, and so we do something. Yes. Yes, and that um, was a lot of fun, and the community really gets excited. And So we have creative wishes like that that we find a way to make them happen. Um, and then there's a lot of, you know, 70% of our kids actually wish to travel somewhere. Um, 50% of our kids about wish for a Disney-related wish. So there's a lot of um, very similar types of wishes, but every time we do try to make them as special and unique as possible for the child, um, even mm-hmm. if they're... You know something that fifty percent of our kids wish for. Every kid wants it for right. something a little bit different.
0: Well, what's the reaction when you call somebody who you're, you um, are reaching out to to help grant a wish, and maybe they've not been in the system before? Are they are they surprised that they've somebody is wishing for
1: something that they do, or wants to be <laughs> in contact with them, or what's that response <laughs> like? You know, it's actually it's it's pretty. Um, it's it's pretty fun in that when you call someone to help wish, to donate something or help provide their skills for something generally people are really um really open to and excited about the opportunity to help Grandawish and if they can't help you typically they they're very sad about that, so maybe you know the organization that you're reaching out to the company has already given their charitable gifts for the year you know typically they the people you're talking to are very saddened that they can't participate in the way they want to it's very um, it kind of gives you back your faith in in people and strangers who want to help someone they don't know who needs it and needs a pick me up but Especially when you're calling someone who does something very specific like, you know, if you have a wish for a child who wants to be the CEO of a company or something like that, and you reach out to them and they're like, What? Someone's wishing to do what I did for a living for the day. I mean that's just it's really it's really fun to see that reaction and and um kind of the the, the almost a little bit of disbelief sometimes when, when someone is given an opportunity to help. Sure, and well,
0: is is there um, like a, a volunteer Rolodex? Like, if, if someone thinks that they have something that somebody might wish for, could they contact you and say, "Hey, I'm a rock star. If anybody <laughs> wants to hang out with me, I'm open to that." Or
1: yeah, or definitely. You just wait for them. Okay. Yeah, we actually had a call just the other day. Someone called, and they build tree houses here locally in Washington, and they said, oh, if you ever have a wish for a tree house, we'd love to help. And so we do. We take their contact information, and we put it in our um, our wish resource list. <laughs> so then when we have Great. a kid who wishes for a tree house, we can run our wish resource list and say, oh, there's a guy who called and said he could help with a tree house, and we can reach out to them. And then we have a lot of um, volunteers who help us over and over and over again because they love us so much and they have such a great time working with the kids. And, you know, we have a really great um, organization who helps us when we have car restoration wishes. And we have someone that we love to go to when we have hot tubs and we need a new hot tub for a kid. And so there's just a lot of people who you get to know um, and they're just always so happy to be part of another wish and it's really, really fun. Right. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see that. Now, do do most of your wishes require some type of of travel normally? Well, um, about 70% of the kids do wish for travel-related wishes. I mean, you can imagine that you're a kid sitting in a hospital room and you you have dreams of going, getting out, Mm -hmm. you know, being away, and especially for our families to have a family trip together that they can kind of, be normal, have a little escape from doctor's visits, and and the wish is completely covered by Make-A-Wish, so it's not, you know, a lot of our families obviously have a lot of medical bills, they couldn't afford to take a vacation, so having that opportunity to kind of step away and be a family, and it's very appealing, and so it can see why 70% of our kids wish for travel, so of course that means that we always are booking flights, and um, one of the things that people, if they're interested in helping, can do is donate airline miles because those help us a lot when we're planning wishes for, for kids to travel is frequent flyer miles. Well, I would
0: imagine that the airline probably works better with you about using frequent flyer miles than
1: they do. Yes, <laughs> With they the rest do. of us using frequent yes. Flyer miles. Yes, it's very true. Um, we work a lot with Alaska Airlines here at our local chapter. Um because, of course, they're located in Seattle and Alaska. That's kind of their headquarters state. And they allow people to donate frequent flyer miles to a Make-A-Wish account that you can do online. And there's no fee to do that. And then for us, when booking, we we have access. I mean, they don't ever block us out. It's really nice. And then other airlines also work with us, and those donations can be made through those airlines as well. And then we, we book those a little bit differently than we do Alaska because they're in our – they're kind of our big supporter here, but um, it's just such a great way for us to keep the wish cost down and be able to stretch mm-hmm. our dollars and grant more wishes for more kids because the airlines, is, it's one of the most expensive parts of a, of a trip. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, how how many wishes have, have you granted? You've been there for 13 years, right? I have. October will be 14 years, which is um, – a little hard to believe sometimes, but like you said earlier, you know, I'm very fortunate to have this job. And every so often I stop and think, well, is there something else that I'd rather do? And the answer is always no, because really, I come to work and do something fun for someone else. Um, but personally, I, I figured out not too long ago that I've helped to grant over a thousand wishes, which is a little wow. bit, um, uh humbling for me to, mm-hmm. to think about. Mm-hmm. But then you don't actually
0: deliver the wishes, though.
1: You make the wishes happen. Correct. But then someone
0: else actually carries out those wishes.
1: Yes. So I'm kind of behind the scenes, and I'm um, putting together, you know, for example, if it's a travel wish, I'm booking the airline tickets and um, making sure the hotel is reserved and their activities and renting their car and getting them their spending money and things like that. And then I put together, like, a wish packet that has an itinerary and some fun things and little goodies and a backpack, and then I give that to the volunteers. And the volunteers get to go out and celebrate the wish coming true and give them that travel packet and go through everything and get them really excited about going and then our volunteers also see them off at the airport and welcome them home and so our volunteers really are that um very, you know, godmother and godfathers of um of of the wish process. They are the ones that are kind of on the front lines and get to share in that really fun um excitement of the wish. Well that's really amazing because you're really making
0: and Two different sets of people happy because it's got to be a fantastic
1: experience for the volunteer and then the family as well. Yeah, that's true. I was a volunteer actually before I started working here, so I've been connected with Makoish for for even longer. And um, there's something really amazing about volunteering. You don't, at least I didn't, do it for myself. I didn't want. I didn't do it thinking I would get something out of it. But then you you meet these kids and there's this optimism and this, they're going through these terrible treatments, but there's no poor me or no, it's just this really amazing thing and, and you are just so encouraged by these brave kids and what they're going through and, and you really do get a really good feeling from it. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. What made you want to volunteer of all, you know, of all the volunteerism you could have done, what drew you to Make-A-Wish?
1: Well, when I graduated from college, I was sort of in that time when you're trying to figure out what you want to do. And I had a full-time job, and I was um, working in uh, budget management, and uh, you know, just so something I fell into right out of college. And my degree was in psychology, and I had thought that I wanted to do um, social work or maybe be a child life specialist. I was sort of thinking about that line of work, and so I was looking for volunteer opportunities that might helped me decide what i wanted to do and i learned about make a wish and it just seemed like oh my gosh you get to go and help some child have their wish come true and so i started volunteering and i had been a volunteer for about two years when um the job that i was hired for came open which was a disney wish coordinator um and i applied for the job and um I got it, and I was so excited, and so I started as a Disney Wish coordinator, and uh, now, you know, 13 years later, I'm our program director, and I um, I I just hmm. love being here, and I've had a great opportunity to grow in my own, you know, profession, and it's been yes, a well, really-
0: I I I want to talk about too yeah. the you made a wish come true for someone who works at Make-A-Wish now. And I wanted you yes. to, and, and maybe there's, there's there's, more of those people out there, but, but specifically animation, yes. I wanted you to tell everybody about that.
1: Yeah, so Ty, um, and it's one of those things where in some ways it makes you feel a little bit old, but on her 17th <laughs> birthday, she went down to um, Burbank. Her wish, she was she was... Um, Really wanting to get into animation and graphic design when she was a teenager, so I love that too that her wish really was forward thinking and it was um optimi- the optimism of what you what she wanted to do when she got older as she's battling cancer and going through this very you know threatening illness, and um, so she wanted to go to Disney Animation Studios and meet the animators, and so I helped arrange that, and she went down, and it was on her birthday, and and she said it was, and it's really neat now because she works here, which is really very cool, but again, makes me feel a little bit old, but um, (laughs) she she said it was really, she had such a wonderful time on her wish, but one of the things that it also did for her was at that time, it was right when... um, Everything was kind of changing to computer animation versus drawn animation. And the people she met really advised her in the direction she should take with her education. And she did that. She went into more computer animation and computer design and graphic design. And she's a very successful, you know, she does design work for us, but she also freelances design work, and she does really well. And we're very lucky to have her. She's just, you know. Such a great person, so talented. Well, and she survived. She's a survivor. She survived. She is a survivor, and it's just, it's really cool when um, Wish kids come back to us like that. We have a few um, Wish kids who are volunteers for us now, and um, over different. Times during my tenure, we've had two other Wish children who've worked here. They aren't ones that I did their wishes. That's the unique thing about Ty, is that I actually helped grant her wish. Um, and these, the other two women who worked here, um, the people who did their wishes, don't work here any longer. But um, it's just really neat to see that you know they are. You know, people survive and they come back and they. Um, are part of the family forever, and it's just a really right, right. Oh, yeah. that's
0: that's amazing, and and I'm sure that it's great even for other children to see the, that there's a possibility in the future. You know that 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 survival mm-hmm. is an option as well. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of them, you know, obviously don't survive, but. But it's, I, I'm sure that's just got to be wonderful for them to see that, you know, Ty had a wish and now she's working for us and it's been these years and I mean, it's got to be yep. so hopeful.
1: Yeah, and it is. It's true. And you know, our our, um, our kids are life threatened. They're not terminal. So you don't have to be terminal to qualify, which is really nice because there is that. Um, we are a life affirming organization. But you're right. We, we do lose children. Um, unfortunately, that's. It is a part of what we do We do have kids that don't make it Um, But we have so many Who also go on to live You know full lives And it's just It's really It is It's it's a really um, Affirming thing Mm -hmm. Mm Does make a wish Have a wish (laughs) <laughs> if we had a wish we would meet all the we would grant wishes for all the children in our territory. Um we'd have the money to do that. We um statistically we grant uh, just over 300 wishes a year, but statistics say that there's probably another for every wish we're granting there's probably one child that we're not reaching that's within our territory just based on statistics. So you know, our our wish would be that we could find all of those children who qualify and give them the experience of a Make-A-Wish, and we're really trying to get to that point. We we just um, Meredith just changed to being full time outreach, which is really exciting. We've never had that role here at our office before, so she now is in a position to get to to do more sleuthing and find those kids that um, need wishes qualify for wishes. And But to do that, we obviously um, need more donations. We need more frequent flyer miles. We need more volunteers. You know, all of those things go along with finding those kids.
0: And so people can go to your website, which is akwa.wish.org, and they can find out what they can do to help or donate flyer miles or donate Cash or donate their time or or there's all kinds of different. You have Walk for Wishes coming up as well.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of things that people can do to help. And it, some things may seem really small, like you're not using your frequent flyer medals, You have a thousand of them. Give them to us, and they get pulled together with everybody else's, and they make wishes come true. Or you know, donations of cash. Obviously, those are. Um, Priceless because that's how mm-hmm. we pay for things that we can't get for free. Um, volunteering time, like I said, we're a very volunteer-driven organization. We we could not do what we do without our volunteers, and we need volunteers all over the state of Washington, all over the state of Alaska. If you don't live in our two states, the the chapter that's in your community also needs volunteers. I can guarantee it. Even you know, I can say that without without question, because we always need volunteers all over our organization. Um, obviously, is, there's – oh, go ahead.
0: No, I, I was going to say, is, is there anything that you you specifically are are looking for, be, um, besides the obvious right now being a cash and volunteer of time and frequent fly miles, but is, is there anything that you're actively seeking right now that maybe
1: we can get the word out on? Um, we, we have um, – right now we don't have any wishes that have come in that are kind of for those unusual things. Like sometimes it's, there's a wish for, you know, a certain type of electric guitar or something like that. So we don't have something – Quite like that right now, but um, we always are looking for you know donations of new backpacks that we can send on with our families when they go travel. You know, we like to fill them with goodies for the plane and things like that. There's an opportunity that people can do. There's a program we have called Ribbons and Bows, and it's tying the ribbons and bows onto a wish. So it's all the kind of little goodies that go along with the bigger. Wish items. so those are always needed um, opportunities to do that. So it's maybe we have a room redecoration and the child wants Tinkerbell bedding, you know, buying the Tinkerbell bedding for that um, that wish. So there's opportunities like that that are often on our website as well. Um, I think if we have anything. We have a couple of wishes for um, service dogs right now, which is a little bit unusual. Mm -hmm. We're trying to work through those. So that's something that if someone had a connection to, that would be helpful. Um,
0: I think Mm -hmm. that's
1: kind of the more unusual stuff right now.
0: Yeah, because, you know, like a a service dog, I I would never even, that would just not cross my mind. So, I mean, you are always having these things that are kind of just not obvious to
1: everybody else.
0: (laughs) <laughs> right. I mean
1: definitely. independently. To think about it and work through it. Yeah, we do. We get kids who wish for very um very fun things. And you know, a wish that I just loved very recently. We had a young man and he um plays the cello and he wished for a carbon fiber cello. And it was like, wow, you know, we I've been here 14 years almost, and we've never done a wish for a cello. I love it. And, you know, and so we, this amazing black carbon fiber cello is beautiful, and that's what he wanted. And it's just, so it is, there's these things that, like you said, they're just not what you typically would think of, but the kids, they just think of so many great things. It's just really fun to see um, the imagination as well. Oh, absolutely. Thank,
0: thank, thank God for imagination. That I didn't even know they made a carbon fiber cello. So Me either.
1: That's even, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I learned Me so either. <laughs> I learn all sorts of things working here.
0: In addition I to knowing who the hippest
1: boy band is, I always know who the hippest, you know, actors, yes. and, you know, because kids wish to meet them. And I'm like, oh, okay, who is this One Direction group? <laughs> oh, Okay you know is that so who's
0: it hot right now One direction <laughs> one
1: direction Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, the most popular requested celebrities right now um wow. across our territory. So and and they they do their they do great wishes they all of them. They work with we work through our national office to to coordinate our celebrity wishes and we have really great folks who work with um all of the people, the right people to put those wishes together, but it's just they're they're so popular right now that they have you know, have kind of a big waiting list. And they, they go through, you know, they, they do such a good job in, in meeting our kids. But there's just so many kids that want to meet them. It's just really cute. So
0: Right. They're oh the my God, most popular wow. right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and well, in a way, of you know, am like, myself again. When I started, <laughs> it was so yeah, it was Britney Spears was the most popular when I started, so go figure, right?
0: Wow, and now it's Taylor Swift. Well, you know, it yep. is, it's going it to be like a, a, a time machine or, or a a trip through time sometimes. Yes, exactly. You know, that is absolutely amazing. Well, very, very good work. I'm just uh, proud to be able to get the, more information out to everybody, and they can go to um, – Makeawish.org, I think, in general, and find a local chapter in their area. And it's in wish Washington.
1: wish.org. Yeah. Oh, wish.org. It's that simple. Wish.org.
0: It's that And
1: then you find your state and find your area and get to the right website.
0: Amazing.
1: Wish.org, that is genius, whoever was able to make it that short.
0: It doesn't get any easier than that. Wish.org. And then yep. you just find your state and click on your state and then and and you're just kind of off and running. Yes,
1: yeah. exactly. And I, wow. there's always an opportunity to help.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thanks, Trina, for coming on. I had so many questions I wanted to know. I I, I just really appreciate you giving us this time to kind of look at everything just a, a little bit deeper and uh, give us options that we can do to make you be able to grant more wishes.
1: Oh, definitely. I was happy to do it, and it was great talking to you. Oh, thank
0: you. Well, I'm going to let you get back to work, making dreams come true. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Trina Cottingham. She's a director for Make-A-Wish here regionally in the Washington, Alaska, Northwest region. You can go to wish.org to find out how to refer a child uh, to the program so that they can have a wish come true. It's a very easy process. You just go. It says uh, refer a child, and and you click on that. The child can call themselves. and, um, And... tell the coordinator what their wish is. So a very, very great organization. I'm very proud to be able to bring them on and share that information. And they do have a fundraiser coming up called Walk for Wishes, and you can find out more about that on their website, as well as ways to donate and help, as well as refer a child to the program. I'm going to go out today with Eva Cassidy's Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I think it's... um, Uh, ties in well with our show today that Eva Cassie passed away. She wasn't a child when she passed away, but she was a very young adult. And her family that I've been had the joy to work with for the past year or so sent a bunch of songs over for us to play every now and then. And this was one of their favorites. I hope it's one of yours, too. So thank you for joining us. And go to wish.org and see if there's any way that you can help or you can refer a child to have their wish come true. Have a great day.